Welcome. New Waves of Light presents Soul Awakening and the New Earth Podcast, where we discuss the nature of the soul and the evolutionary shift taking place inside human consciousness, the catalyst for the planetary shift that is birthing a new earth. I am your host, Sarah Catherine. The time we are living in is one of radical change environmentally, culturally, emotionally, and spiritually. Those in the world that are attuned spiritually are being awakened by the soul to the path of spiritual evolution. In this new age of Aquarius, group consciousness is beginning to find expression leading to a collective shift in a global awakening. Groups are coming together as forerunners of humanity to birth a new era of unprecedented soul consciousness. This is the subject of our inquiry. These podcasts will be centered around important spiritual questions of this time, like what is the soul? How does one contact the soul? What is the shift and what does it mean for humanity? Are there higher beings known as the spiritual hierarchy who watch over humanity and earth? And what do they say about the shift of the ages that has been spoken about in ancient writings and religious teachings throughout time? And finally, the big question, is there a plan for earth and humanity? And if so, what is it? Last week, we explored how crises can play a role in one's soul awakening. In today's podcast, we'll continue this exploration around how crises in our lives can lead to an unexpected awakening as we speak with Marley. Welcome. Thanks for being here, Marley. Thank you, Sarah. It's lovely to be here. So, Marley, what have you suffered in your life that brought you to the light of wisdom and truth? Wow, that's a really big question. So... The, the biggest part of my life that caused awakening into self-understanding and exploration was an era in my life where I had two highly abusive relationships. And I didn't realize till later that abuse can take many forms, like verbal, emotional, mental, financial, sexual, and not just physical. So I found myself in a black abyss of control and where I gave away all my power, I lost myself. And I made the mistake of thinking that another person had more light than myself. And I forgot my higher self in many ways. So... Looking back during those relationships, I see now that there were signposts all throughout the difficult times where the universe or a higher power was always trying to communicate with me. And, for example, you know, the universe speaks all the time to everybody and sometimes it spoke through the voices of my dear friends and sometimes my family. And sometimes through synchronicities, for example, um, I was led to a painting by unusual circumstances that brought together some very powerful personal images and an experience I'd had earlier in life. And it was a super important painting for me to see. It was of this woman 
standing on the edge of the cosmos, looking out into a huge eye in the cosmos. And that was, to me, the eye of God. And it recalled to me my higher self. Interestingly enough, another synchronicity, things that kept happening were that so many women around me seemed to be reading the same book, which was Women Who Run With the Wolves by Clarissa Pinkola Estes, Mm -hmm. which is a very powerful and empowering book. Interestingly, I didn't read it at the time because I knew that if I read it, I would be empowered and things would change and maybe somehow I just needed to ride out the difficult situation and learn everything I need to learn from it. But the universe was definitely connecting with me. And um, (laughs) on the night that I realised my husband was actually a crazy person and that I was in a really bad situation. How am I going to get out of this? I had a vision of God's eye in the sky. Mm. It was God in in a sky and it was on a building. It was on a roller door and you could see that the the rough painting looked like an eye in the sky but to anyone looking at it it would be a two-dimensional thing but at this time I saw a three-dimensional image of God's eye it was there had presence behind it it was had come to life and I just sat there and looked at this eye for about 40 minutes in the presence of God mm. so this was a real signpost to me that I was seen, my situation was seen, and even though I didn't know at the time how on earth was I going to get out of this terrible situation, I knew that God saw me and that everything was going to be okay. Um, Greater light came and things changed when I started to see a counsellor and there was one sentence of truth that she said which really changed everything, and that was, this relationship seems to have elements of abuse in it. And prior to that, I hadn't even realised I had been living in abusive relationships because my definition of domestic violence was being hit. And I'd never actually been hit, dragged around by the hair, yes, but hit, no. And so I didn't know that I was in what would be called a a DV situation. And this counsellor, Having labelled it as an element of abuse, I started looking for evidence and I found that it was true that there was evidence of abuse in my relationship. So this labelling helped me to stand up and, and one evening when my husband for the first time started to get physically violent against me, something pinged inside me and it was like, no, I'm not going to take that. that that's, that's not on. And it was like... A warrior spirit came alive in me and I just rallied and it didn't accept what was happening. And so I gathered up my handbag and my two eight-week-old puppies, threw them into a laundry bag and left the house under dramatic circumstances um, early on in the evening when it was dark. And that's a whole other story. But (laughs) what what had happened was that a self-respect and a self-love had risen up and this was the beginning of um, turning around so I left and I didn't go back to my husband and I had to start life anew and piece it all together bit by bit 
I was living with my mum at the time and life was just a shambles. Uh, alcohol was a good friend for a little while. Mm-hmm. That um, helped me get through some things. I went on I went on antidepressants as well. While I started to just reconnect with myself and follow the breadcrumbs of where my higher self was leading me, even learning how to reconnect with my higher self by being calm and meditating and learning to hear intuition um, by becoming more quiet in my mind and so that I managed to remove a lot of the daily chatter, mind chatter, because I was observing this more. So when a, a thought would drop in as an instruction, just a simple thing like go and get some water now or ring up this person or I want you to go and do that, uh, I started listening and following these. And the more I followed the, the inner instructions or the fleeting visual images I'd get in my mind's eye or or an attraction, a, a pull to go and do something, I learned to understand how intuition and the higher self talks and also by the signs and synchronicities I mentioned earlier. So this inner guidance led me to many different counsellors and healing modalities and I I went through a, one particular year where I really wanted to rattle my cage to figure out what had happened in my life and these these workshops and different healers that I, I saw showed me how my mind chatter and uh, unhealthy beliefs and mental self-talk, negative self-talk and negative emotions, how they all feed into attracting what you see in your life. So I studied the law of attraction quite deeply mm. and I started doing healthy, making more loving and healthy choices for myself, like doing daily meditation and getting out in the fresh air and eating better and reconnecting with things that I that used to bring me joy uh, that I'd dropped for so long during these relationships, like doing art. Mm. So gradually, step by step, I'd, I just created a life that was a lot more healthy for myself and it took a lot of digging in and it took a lot of brutal honesty to really see what I'd been attracting to myself, especially around men, what my beliefs were about the type of man that I deserved and feeling worthy or not. And so after a couple of years of doing quite a lot of intense inner work and especially the healing modality of Brandon Bay's The Journey, which was incredibly powerful for me having experience of source of, as myself as light and love and expanded awareness, this is when things really started to fast track when I encountered this healing modality. And I could tell that the inner work was helping because I had about three boyfriends in these couple of years and I each one was like an upgrade on the last. <laughs> and I had to wean myself out of the bad boy type that I had been attracting before. So the, these boyfriends were like a, in a barometer of that things were shifting. So that, that's um, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's wonderful when you get that direct um, 
you know, just confirmation. Um, and it is a law of attraction. I think you really, um, spoke to it, but it, it's beautiful when you start to rewire your thinking and your self-talk, and then you get to see the results of that showing up in real life. And, um, sounds like you, you did that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. It's got a huge amount, a huge effect on, on what shows up. Yeah. So you've spoken a little bit about this, but what um, can you expand on? What did you sacrifice of a personal nature to attain this light? Well, at the time when I was going through the relationships, it didn't feel like I was consciously sacrificing anything. But after I got out of these relationships, I see that what was sacrificed was personal freedom, mm -hmm. um, empowerment, relationships with my family and friends because I didn't tell them how dark a place I was living in. I kept a persona and a, a facade up that everything was okay. So I, I basically, because of the control of my boyfriend and then another man was the husband, um, I lost my support structure. And I was – I'd lost – almost all of my power I you could have likened it to just having a tiny speck of light in the palm of my hand and that was just all that was left of myself and so it was in hindsight that I sacrificed so much of what I love who I am really um, the light the life that I, I I did enjoy before these boyfriends well to a greater degree anyway so it wasn't consciously at the time, but in hindsight, it was the sacrificing of all those things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you, then you attained so much wisdom and truth. Almost like, to me, your story shares, and 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 I can I can relate this to my personal life as well. When I'm young, when I was young and things were going well, it was just sort of the air I breathed. I wasn't really conscious. <laughs> about why things were going well, or I hadn't really earned it. And it sounds like <laughs> when you go through these hardships and you have to pull yourself out from a dark abyss like, like you have, um, you, and then you do attain your light again. You reconnect with that light within mm. and you reconnect with source and you reconnect with sort of your innate intuitive wisdom and who you truly are, your higher being. Mm. Um, then it's more like, you had all that when you were a child, but now you're conscious of it and you've earned it back into your existence. And it has yeah. like so much more rich awareness attached to it because it's almost like you're, you're bringing it forth on purpose. You're, you're calling it in on purpose instead of it just being sort of like there and you didn't know how you even mm. got there. You know, children just have sort of their <laughs> connection still intact. You almost have to lose it to understand mm. its own value, understand the value of yourself and, and that divine connection, I think sometimes. So Marley, now that your soul is awakened from this experience, what's changed in your life? <laughs> well, my life is rather chalk and cheese. Uh, from, from then it was chalk. Now it's cheese. <laughs> um, the, I, I now live in a wonderful relationship with her. I've been married for like 14 years and 
He is just the most the divine, wonderful, loving, devoted, affirming man you could ever wish for. And I, I live in a beautiful place. I I surrounded by trees and mountains. I have high frequency friends. I have a really intimate connection with God and my intuition. I'm calmer. I have a lot of joy and, and many days I have love and joy and flowing through my just through my days, leading me to beautiful synchronicities. <clears throat> and uh, I, I just feel the, the oneness. I've had, since had, had many or several experiences where I recognise that we are actually all one, various mystical experiences. And so that I treat other people like aspects of myself and and look at everything that occurs in my life as God talking to me. So what is this person coming to tell me? What is this situation that's arising, even if it's difficult? <laughs> like this podcast. <laughs> it was difficult for me to prepare for it, but by pushing through my fears about it, it's given me the gift of being able to express myself. So every opportunity can has a gift in it. And the tools that I've learned that, like you were talking about, have now become my own, that responsibility about myself, that I know I'm responsible for what I attract into my life, um, the tool of strong intuition and the tool of the power of gratitude and appreciation for even tiny things in life. I can't stress this enough that gratitude and appreciation put you into a higher frequency and heart coherence mm -hmm. that shifts things really rapidly. It may not look like it when you're in the depths of whatever you're going through, but just saying, oh, gee, it's a lovely day or, wow, I have hands, I have eyes. Gee, that bird song is nice. Or, wow, I've got some money in the bank. Uh, uh, appreciation. Gee, this is a nice piece of food. Thank you so much, even for tiny things, small things and big things. It's talked about a lot, the power of appreciation and gratitude, but I've just really experienced how, how it shifts things amazingly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, beautiful. I, I really agree with you there and I've experienced that myself whenever I get my whenever I'm down and I really am kind of in a darker place I do remember that as a tool and start even with the smallest things <laughs> and it's like a very tiny little bit of light opens up in my heart and then and then once I have that I can continue the momentum and pry it open more and more and more and it is a choice. When you know the tool, it becomes then a choice because um, that is such a good tool that will shift shift a frequency of a, of a human, of a person, you know. Yeah. You can choose that. It's really beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And you really have shared this. Is there any other um, points that you'd like to make on how your perspective has changed now? <laughs> yeah, well... Like I mentioned, feeling gratitude for everything that happens in my life and even for the, those dark times and, and those two men in my life that were uh, in, instrumental in <laughs> hell. But uh, I am actually now really grateful to them for the role they played in my life to 
un- to know myself as a spiritual warrior. I, I went through things that if my, I thought my limit was 10 miles, I went 300 miles. So I would never have pushed myself that hard consciously, willingly. But because I was, I have really felt the metal and strength of myself and soul. And I have a greater empathy and understanding of people and just realise that everybody is going through something in their life. And I've realised more lately that everyone's going through very big things in their lives. And through the difficulties I've gone through, uh, I realise that I can be of much greater service to people and that the, the darkness and dross has been alchemized into gold. And that's, that's a precious gift to me in this life. Mm, that's a beautiful image. The alchemy, yeah. Yeah. It truly is. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. I appreciate it so much. And you are a contribution just uh, sharing your story with us today. And so I really thank you. And I got a lot out of hearing it. And I appreciate you so much. Um, So thank you. Until next time, this is Sarah Catherine. Love yourself. Be awake. Be love.